Alright, so it's officially episode number 342. <laughs> yes, yesterday was officially unofficially 342 just because it rhymed <laughs> with further ado. But yes, it's officially 342. So today I came spitting some fire. Yeah, I got on the episode today and I was ready to get at it because uh you know it was kind of a it, it was kind of a revisit to yesterday's episode. Yesterday, I, I was talking about sacrifice and suffering, and I wanted to kind of bring that forward into what I was talking about today because I was talking about the secret. And in talking about the secret, I kind of parlayed that into what I wanted to talk about with this Black History Month. Because this, this theme always comes up. People are always talking about reparations. So I wanted to talk about that, not so much in the context of race, although I did kind of cover a little bit of race. And I want to talk about why people should reconsider what their rights truly are. Why people should reconsider responsibilities in respect to their rights. Because a lot of people got it confused. A lot of people have their rights confused with responsibilities. And I think that it's important for us to understand rights should not be guaranteed. However, they should be guaranteed if and only if you are somebody that is responsible. And I'll explain that a little bit more in today's episode, but I want to just lead off with that because I think it's going to be giving you context into what I want to talk about in respect to race, responsibility, rights, and competence. All right? So, I, like I said, I came spitting fire today. I was chomping at the bit for this one. So, I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. And if you do, please feel free to leave a rating and review. If you don't, feel free to shoot me an email. Don't leave no mess on my... No, I'm playing. <laughs> no, but for real, though, if you don't, I would love to hear your opinion as well. Either way, I would love to hear your opinion on what you think about rights, responsibilities, and respect, respect to race and competence. And or competence. <laughs> All right, here we go. Officially, without further ado, episode number three forty-two. <laughs> Reparations, yay or nay? Lego. Oh boy, I'm almost chomping at the bit on this one today. <laughs> so yesterday I was talking about sacrifice over suffering, and I talked about like the essential meaning behind sacrifice and why we sacrifice. Today I want to go delve a little bit further into that, and I actually want to talk about something that I saw not too long ago. It is Black History Month, and it's a topic that comes up pretty much every year. So essentially, what I want to talk about is these reparations and what that actually, how that actually. Um, links up or how that connects with the uh, sacrifice and the suffering motif that I was speaking of last uh, uh, yesterday in our last episode. So what so essentially what the 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 uh 
issue here is that I, you know, that comes up every year is like, people always ask, should we have reparations, right? People always ask if black people should have reparations. And to that, you know, as a black person, you would think that I would say, yes, of course, you know, who doesn't want free money? But in all actuality, I think that is the absolute worst idea ever. And I'll tell you why. First of all, for logical reasons, because you can't really, yeah, they have Ancestry.com, but it's very, very rare that you're going to have people that you're going to be able to, A, find clear and accurate records for, and B, try absolutely prove that they are only the offspring of slaves and no one else. Because for the vast majority of African Americans, or black people in this country, so to speak, uh, we're mixed. You know, I'm mixed. My, <laughs> a couple of my ancestors were, one is Chinese, uh, excuse me, Japanese. I have another one that's Cherokee Indian. I have another one that's Irish. And these are all people that were uh, before and after, well, I don't know about before, but I know for a fact, like, when my ancestors were slaves, we had a couple of people in that, <laughs> in that realm that were mixed in there. So, like, for just for logical reasons, you can't really, how would you, like, even gauge how much you're supposed to give somebody? Like, is someone that is more, has more slave lineage going to be entitled to more money? Is someone that has a tenth of slave lineage, are they going to be entitled to money? And then, like, people that don't even, quote, unquote, look black, right? And they get money, people are going to get pissed. Like, what? What is that white guy getting money for? Well, apparently his, his great-great-grandfather was a slave and everybody else was a slave master, right? So, technically, like he would be entitled to the money too because of the fact that well <laughs> he had he had slave lineage so that's the logical reason now we'll go more into the psychological reason and essentially what i'm thinking here is along the lines of that sacrifice and suffering is that once you have this entitlement mindset you all of a sudden change your aspirations you know essentially what you because you're entitled you don't believe that you need to work for whatever you're getting. And I think it's the, it should be looked at as the opposite. I think everybody should be way less entitled and feel like they should, don't deserve anything. And that's the problem is that so many people these days, whether they're black or whether they're rich or whatever you want to like classify as somebody or whatever category you want to put in as someone that is entitled, because there's a lot of people, a lot of categories of people that feel like they're entitled in some way or categorically or, uh, classically feel that they're entitled but at the end of the day like really nobody's entitled at all like i've talked about this before i'm just thinking back this is probably about 50 episodes ago and i think about it but i talked about the difference between rights and responsibilities you see everybody believes that they deserve rights everybody believes that because you're born a human being you are entitled to rights and that's not true Essentially, what, what I'm saying here is the reason why they give us rights is not so we can just run amok and do whatever we want. They give us rights so we can actually improve the, improve in the world rather than take away from the world. A lot of people are coming into, the, coming into this with a mindset that they are owed something, so meaning that they have rights to whatever. And that's an entitlement mentality, and that's absolutely not the way to get stuff from the world. I mean, you can get stuff from the world, but it's not sustainable. Well, it's like essentially a, 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 a limited resource. One person's rights has to be another person's responsibility, right? Like you have to be responsible for giving somebody their, these rights. Otherwise, everybody has rights, nobody has responsibility, and everybody feels entitled to whatever. Nobody feels like they need to work for anything, right? If you have the right to whatever, then you don't have the, then that automatically eliminates the responsibility that you have to do anything. So the reason why you get rights is because you've earned them through, respons- through responsibility. Now, obviously, you have these inalienable rights that we talked about, that you know we talk about in the Constitution, but we're granted these rights so that we can fulfill responsibilities, so that we can give other people rights, right? So, <laughs> right. So, at the end of the day, it's like you don't want to have that. I hate to say it, but it's the slave mentality. It's essentially, you feel like you have been working hard so that you can. Uh, uh, that so that you can get out from under this oppressive force, and the oppressive force it doesn't exist. It's in your mind. The oppressive force is the fact that you, well, you in the proverbial you, right? It, it's it's the fact that you aren't living up to your potential. 
essentially what I'm trying to say here is that if you feel like you have earned the right to do anything, I think first you have to prove it. Prove you've earned the right. Not just going out there and just saying like, you know, because like everybody's like an activist, it seems like nowadays. I don't feel, I don't want to say everybody, but it seems like there's a lot more activists nowadays and a lot less responsibility. And I hate to say it, I hate to sound like an old fuddy duddy, you know, like an old guy that's like, everybody needs to be more responsible back in my day. But it's true. Like, so many people have so many things done for them nowadays. Like, people don't even know what it's like to have any adversity. And I know that's kind of like a little bit off topic or whatnot, but it's the same, it's kind of the same principle. It's essentially like people don't know what it's like to actually earn anything. So, because like everything is given to them, they just feel like they need to, like, everything should be given to them and I get it like you know if you're grown up in this ment- or this culture or whatnot where everything is given to you then obviously it's going to be apparent or it's going to seem apparent that that is the way the world works that if you want something it just comes to you and like I said that's kind of that connection that I'm making from the, surf- the sacrifice over suffering as that was, I was talking about the, the secret yesterday in the last episode and I was talking about how people believe that the secret just by believing people stuff just comes to them because of the fact that they feel like they have the right to it because they were born <laughs> and, uh, you know, if that was the case, that could be something. That could be a utopia that's maybe years down the road. But right now, we're not in that. We're just not living that way. You have to earn your, earn your responsibility. You have to earn your rights through responsibilities. You have to be able to be responsible for other people's rights. Because you can't have somebody taking rights and nobody giving them to them. You see what I'm saying? So it's like you can't have something that nobody, that nobody gives you. Because then that's not a right. It's not a right if it's not given to you. It's just something that you took. And that's stealing. And that's unfair. So that's essentially what I'm saying is that you can't, reparations, like essentially taking something from someone else because you, in your mind, believe it's fair. I mean, who are you to even judge? Who are you to judge what is fair and what's not fair? And if your judgment of what's fair and what's not fair is deemed as the, as the, the final saying, then like, what happens when you're wrong? Like, what happens in those cases, like I said, with the reparations, when you have people that are of mixed race? You're stuck. You're lost. So, at the end of the day, if you want to make a clear cut, if you want to make sure that you've earned the right, if you've earned, yeah, there you go, that's the saying in itself, if you earn, to earn the right, you have to fulfill responsibilities. You have to be a responsible person. We give more rights to the people that are more responsible. That's essentially what it is. If you're more responsible, if you can run a company responsibly, you're given more money, you're given more access to resources, and essentially, more rights. So... I just want you to consider that today. If you were th- sitting around suffering, thinking that so-and-so is doing whatever to you, whether it's a human being, whether it's a culture, whether it's society, whether it's you know, a, a group of people, you've got to rethink that. You've got to rethink that mentality because as many, many people, from Gandhi to Viktor Frankl to maybe even, I wanted to say Anne Frank, but maybe not Anne Frank, but there's a lot of people that, well, maybe Anne Frank, but a lot of people, they suffered and they end- endured a lot. However, they became great, not because they went out and demanded rights. Well, they did demand rights, but they demanded rights by being responsible for a huge amount of people. Like, Gandhi wasn't just rolling by himself. He had a bunch of people that he was rolling with. Martin Luther King wasn't just doing it by himself, for himself. He had a whole million-man march. He was doing it for a million people. He organized this. He responsibly organized a million-man march so, the, so people like himself could have rights. See what I'm saying? He didn't just go out and say... I demand these rights. He didn't just go out and say, this is what's going to ha- go down now because I deserve these rights. No, he took responsibility. He res- I mean, yes, it was, it, was in, it was injustice that he was taking responsibility against and that he, was, that he was trying to fight for his rights for. But at the end of the day, my friend, 
everybody is fighting against something. No matter what your race is, what your disability or ability is, everybody is fighting something. At the very, very minimum, if you want to break it down to the bare bones and take everything out of the equation, we're all fighting death. We all have some type of adversity that we're all fighting, and we all need to work together so that we can improve lives across the board rather than trying to take advantage of one group so that you, your group can be advantageous and can whatever, live your life to the fullest. You know, I wish that it was like, you know, so-and-so was like being wrong and wronged and they should just like get the reper- repercussions. That's kind of how our just, just judicial, judicial system works. But in the real world, like we are not ones to judge other people. Like we, we are, right? Like socially we do, but in the grand scheme of things, we really don't have any right to judge people because nobody has context on other people's lives and everybody knows that someone else is going through something. Whether, like I said, whether it be personal or whether it be actual cultural to their particular uh to where they to what they particularly identify with or, or whether it be the actual uh, society as a whole you know we i guess as i said like we all suffer from uh, this disease that we all can as incurable which is death we're all going to befall death at one point in time in our lives all of us so instead of you know instead of getting all hung up about who has the better life based on their skin color or based on how much money they're born with i think everybody should stop worrying about other people's lives and other people's privileges and just do you yeah, everybody's born at some kind of disadvantage or another. Like, quote unquote, yeah, I mean, you want to think about it, like everybody has something. People say white people can't dance or jump. People say black people can't think. People say Asian people can't. You know, I could go racist all day on you. But at the end of the day, we all know that you got to have some kind of dis- disadvantage. I mean, hell, you got handicapped, you got handicapped people. Like, where's their reparations, right? They didn't deserve to be handicapped. They didn't deserve. They didn't choose to be handicapped, right? Should we be giving, uh, should we just be having all handicapped people? In fact, most handicapped people uh, they probably would not want to. And they, most of them do not live in the, if, 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 by, you know, if it's their choice, they don't live in these assisted living places because they'd rather be like normal people. They'd rather be treated like everyone else. And that's essentially what everybody wants to feel like everybody wants to essentially feel like that's what the whole basis of reparations everybody wants to feel like they're on equal and level playing ground however that's not the case at all in the universe like nobody's on nothing and nobody's on equal playing ground no planet is the same size no star is the same size there's nothing that's the exact same distance from you know what i'm saying like nothing is equal in our lives nothing even identical twins aren't exactly equal so at the end of the day if you're looking for equality if you're looking for everything to be equal the only thing that means is that everything is going to go down and you're going to have a lesser quality of everything so think about that next time you think about everything needing to be equal if everything is equal then everything is bad because it can't be good we're all from perspective's sake if you're looking at something and everything looks the same there's nothing that can be above that it can only go below that nothing can be if it's equal you're not going to try to go down to be equal. You're going to try to go up to be equal. And if everything goes up, then nothing can be, nothing can be up higher than that. You have to pull everything down. Like if you want equal grades, the grading curve, remember those in school? Like you had, I know once or twice I was the guy that was responsible for helping people out with the curve, especially in math class. You know, you make a, you make a lesser standard of greatness. The people that got 90, 97% all of a sudden are 100%. So everything is, a le- is, of, is of lesser quality. I think that's a better way of explaining it. Essentially, if you want everything to be equal, think about how it was when you had that grading curve. Even though like, you got a higher score, it's all relative. It's all perspective. It's all like what you are in comparison to someone else. But in all actuality, if you're looking at it, if you want to make everybody equal, something has to be not as good of a quality so everything can be equal. You may pull some things up, but you're going to pull a lot more things down. 
So at the end of the day, I mean, it would be great. I mean, see, I would love to have it, have it equal. Well, maybe not. But it would be nice if you felt like, all right, nobody has an advantage. But if nobody has an advantage, nobody's going to be great. You're going to have a bunch of mediocre plumbers, a bunch of mediocre electricians, a bunch of mediocre, mediocre doctors. And nobody wants that. You want to go to the best doctor. You don't want to go to a bunch of average doctors where you can't pick who's going to be doing your surgery. You want to go to the absolute best guy that, or girl or, or woman, excuse me, or, that is going to do the best job you know like if that was the case where everybody was equal how in the world would you even know who to pick how would you get recommendations for anything you wouldn't because everything would be the same so equality is not that good yeah okay great you would go to you would go to whoever right but eventually that's gonna un- that's gonna get unequal because if everybody eventually you know i mean it's impossible that everybody's gonna be equally equally distributed among, among doctors or lawyers or plumbers or whatever. People are gonna gather somehow, some way, somebody's gonna have better marketing. And then like I said, if somebody has better marketing or better skills, because that's gonna be what's something that sets people apart too, if somebody has better skills and you say, nah, you can't have those skills, you know, what are you gonna do, right? Like, <laughs> you either take away the skills from that better person, or you take away the ability from that, for that person with the better skills to be known as someone that has better skills. And then across the board, you've got medi- mediocrity. And nobody wants mediocrity in their lives. Nobody. Everybody is striving to at least be better. Well, maybe not. But at the end of the day, in humanity, we're all about perspective. And if we are better yesterday than today, then we're unhappy. However, the inverse is, is, is true as well. If you're happier today than you are, if you're better today than you were yesterday, then you're happier progress that's what it's all about so anyways i think that concludes what i wanted to talk about today reparations bad you don't want to be over here handing out stuff to people that are not deserving of it because it pisses off the people that are deserving of it and it makes your society mediocre as a whole so go strive be greater than you were yesterday and continue to be someone that you're proud of all right so that does it for my tuesday i hope you had a great day whenever you're listening to this i really do appreciate you listening Remember, tell your friends about this podcast because it's pretty awesome. I talk about some interesting topics that, you know, most fitness professionals clearly wouldn't cover because, well, normally they talk, they're talking about fitness. All right, so that does it for my day. I really do appreciate you listening. I hope you had a good Tuesday. Don't forget to let your friends know that this podcast is the most awesomest podcast in the world and that they should be listening to it as well. Don't forget to subscribe and, of course, leave a rating and review. All right, I'll catch you tomorrow. And as always, keep good company.